A Franklin County judge did what Bill Seitz and the rest of the ineffective legislature could not, blocked the corrupt $1.3 billion bailout of Ohio's nuclear plants, saving ratepayers from being forced to pay the crooked money. Three former Public Utilities Commission members are aghast at what they are seeing of the corruption involving First Energy and question whether it should be permitted to continue to exist. And the statistics on the coronavirus in Ohio seem to be steadily improving. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, December the 22nd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. A Franklin County judge did what Ohio's ineffective legislature could not, blocked the corrupt $1.3 billion bailout of the state's nuclear plants. In a blockbuster ruling, Judge Chris Brown stopped the collection and distribution of fees that we were all going to be forced to pay starting in less than two weeks. The legislature passed the bailout in a massive racketeering scheme involving $60 million in bribe money from First Energy. Legislators have said for six months they would repeal the corrupt law, but have not. We learned Sunday that House leader Bill Seitz has actually been working on a backroom deal to let the nuclear plant owner keep the money. Judge Brown said no way in the strongest language possible. Quote, Frankly, the work of the 133rd General Assembly is quickly coming to an end. As of today, as of this moment, there has been no movement of any legislation, and the court feels that putting the ball in the General Assembly's court would be an abdication of my responsibility to decide these issues. To not impose an injunction would give the okay that bribery is allowed in the state of Ohio and that, you know, any ill-gotten gains can be received. All you've got to do is find the right legislator, find the right Speaker of the House, unquote. What do you have to say to that, Mr. Seitz? Three former commissioners for the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio are calling on the current PUCO to take more aggressive action against First Energy Corp., including hiring a third-party investigator to review the company's recent actions and evaluating whether First Energy should continue to be allowed to do business in Ohio. The former commissioners say more must be done to restore public trust in the Public Utilities Commission, Following the recent resignation of its chief, Sam Randazzo, which came a day after First Energy disclosed a questionable $4 million payment that apparently went to him. The letter from the three went to Governor Mike DeWine, and even though we published a story about it early Monday, DeWine said Monday afternoon he had not read it and so could not comment. The number of patients being treated in Ohio hospitals for the coronavirus has dropped by 550 since a week ago and is at its lowest number since late November. The preliminary count for patients on Sunday stood at 4,758, the lowest number from the Daily Ohio Hospital Association survey since November 28th. Ohio added 6,548 new coronavirus cases Monday, far below the 21-day rolling average of 9,919, and 75 more people with COVID-19 are reported to have died, below the rolling average of 81. 
For more than a week now, the Ohio statistics on the coronavirus have been trending in the right direction, although they do remain quite high. Travelers at Cleveland Hopkins International Airport will be able to get tested for the coronavirus before they board flights, starting Tuesday. Susan Glazer reports Tackle Health is setting up a COVID testing facility in the main ticketing concourse with rapid antigen tests, which provide results in 15 minutes, as well as a more accurate molecular PCR test, which provides results in 24 to 48 hours. Cleveland Hopkins is the third airport to host a tackle facility, although a growing number of U.S. and international airports offer on-site COVID testing. The testing site is open to the public. Appointments are not required. The site will be open from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. daily. The cost of the antigen test is $95. The PCR test costs $135. Are we in for a white Christmas in Northeast Ohio this year? On Christmas Eve, a low-pressure system will bring a cold front from north of the Great Lakes with a good chance that rain will turn into snow, says the National Weather Service. If you want to improve your chances for a white Christmas, move to Chardon. Rich Exner reports that, historically speaking, there's a 61% chance of finding at least an inch of snow on the ground there on Christmas morning, well above the 43% odds for Cleveland and 38% for the Akron-Canton area. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 